Set us up. Tell us who you are. Tell me what your brand is. Like, what's your elevator pitch? So, my name is Sade Marshall. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a celebrity wardrobe stylist. And my business is Sade Marshall, New York, LLC. What is Sade Marshall? Sade Marshall is a wardrobe styling business. Um, I take care of or cover any anything from personal shopping to celebrity wardrobe styling for red carpet events, music videos. So it's ultimately the ultimate uh, wardrobe styling experience. And what made you get into this lane? So honestly, I would have to say my love for fashion developed in church. Um, growing up in church, it's the black experience. It's where we start. You know, we go to church every Sunday. We're dressing in our Sunday's best, and it actually helped me to develop a love for style from, you know, your shoes and knowing there's a time and place for everything and knowing, you know, what to put with what and knowing how to dress for certain events and occasions. So it developed from just going to church when I was younger and it pretty much blossomed out of there. I have two gentlemen who attended church with me and they were stylists as well. So they took me under their wing and it just blossomed naturally from there. I always had a passion for fashion in high school. So it kind of developed organically. Oh, because I know you a Brooklyn girl. And you know, people from New York just move and buzz with a different energy. Tell me how you feel like being from New York, being from Brooklyn has impacted or shaped your career. So I love where I'm from. I love my city. I love home. Brooklyn has made me who I am. My, my grit, my hustle, my go for it, my attitude, my, you know, just being in my own world, my own lane. I, I owe it all to growing up in Brooklyn. You know, we have that mind your business, but get it done. Like nothing bothers you and get everything by any means necessary. And that's what I'm out here to do. I'm out here to get what I need by any means necessary. So I definitely owe my hometown, Brooklyn, New York. Um, it's just who I him, you know, and usually when people hear, oh, you're from New York, it's a conversation starter. It's a piece. They want to know, oh, what is it about New York? What part are you from? Then you start breaking it down. You know, people hear about Bedstock, people hear about Canarsie. So it's a conversation starter. People are always intrigued and interested when you're from Brooklyn, when you're from New York. So it just makes the conversation that more interesting. Shade, I know not only are you a stylist, but you have a full-time job. I do. I do. I am a high school teacher. I teach communications and global history. So I work in dual industries. I'm in education and I'm in fashion. So I bridge the gap. I love that I'm able to do both, but I call it a mix between my purpose and my passion. Working with uh, my students is my purpose. It's where I'm supposed to be in this very moment. And my passion is always my passion for fashion. So I married the two. So how do you balance the two? Like, how do you switch between like, what are there days that somebody calls you and they need you to style, but you have to be at school? Like, how do you find that balance between doing the two? So I gauge it in regards to priority. As I mentioned, fashion is my passion. So I gauge it. Whatever you love, you'll make room and you'll make time for. So I do have it where it's teaching, I get off at three o'clock. Um, I have a lot of uh, holidays off. So it kind of works. 
if there's something that I feel isn't, I shouldn't be taking on at the moment, or if it's not something worth doing at this very moment, um, I'll pass on it. Otherwise, I'll call out and I'll do what it is that needs to be done. But that's also why there is a need for assistance. They're able to help you get things done. But there's more than one way to skin a cat. And anytime you want to do something, you'll make time to do just that. So with having your brand, what do you feel like has been one of the biggest obstacles that you've had to overcome? One of the biggest obstacles I've had to overcome, and let me say, I'll give you two. Building the connections with brands for clients. And um, my second obstacle, accepting the fact that I am working in my purpose and my passion because I do feel like I miss a lot of opportunities being a teacher while pursuing my passion for wanting to be a stylist full time. So I do have to continue to trust God and trust my faith that what's for me will be for me and nothing's gonna pass me by. But I do also, sometimes I have said to myself, where would I have been? Would I have been somewhere further? Would I have had a more consistent client? Would I have been in LA if I didn't have my full-time job? But like I said, I definitely uh, pride myself on the fact that what's for me won't pass me by and opportunities will continue to come. So that's an obstacle, just battling um, that mindset within myself and ultimately making those connections with brands and staying on top of things. If I'm not working consistently, those brands, they evolve in real time. So the person that I pulled from at Gucci a year ago, six months ago, they may not be there uh, when I'm currently pulling for another client. So just keeping myself updated with clients and contacts and knowing who to reach out to when a job does arise. Got it. Who would you say are your mentors? in this business? Like who helps and guides you and like who's your go-to to call when you need advice or when you need help with something? I take a little bit from everyone. I have, I must say, I have been fortunate enough to come across some amazing women, including yourself in the industry that has helped me along the way. As of recent, I worked with a client who is also, who was a mentor, um, who actually has helped me along the way, June Ambrose. So I'm very grateful for that. And there are other people who have helped me along this journey. Like I said, there's two young men from church, Lewis Johnson and Carlton Spence. Susan Moses, she actually worked on Brandy's album back in the day. So I have a lot of people who are experienced and who are in the game that I reach out to for questions or if something seems a little sticky, I reach out to them and they're more than welcome to giving me advice or helping me along the way. So I'm very proud of the connections and the relationships that I've built this far. And what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned so far in having your own brand and in styling? One of the biggest lessons that I've learned this far is your name is everything. You cannot mess up your name. And I believe you should just be genuine. You should communicate. And I think that takes you a long way. I do believe that I've gotten as far as I have this far because I'm just a genuine person. Um, I think just me being who I am, it allows me to get into the doors, get into the rooms. I'm not trying to fake um, or fake it till I make it. I'm not trying to be someone that I'm not. If I have questions, I ask. And I think just being your true authentic self helps you along the way. It's nice to be nice, help somebody, you know, when they need help, just as people are helping me along the way and always be open. 
I don't think that I'm, I've come too far where I can't assist someone else. I still assist in the midst of, you know, me taking on lead freelance positions, opportunities and projects. So just being um, able to be teachable and just being genuine and authentically you. And what do you think is a piece of advice or just something that you know now that you would tell Shade from like five years ago? Oh, that's a good question. Trust the process and network, network, network. Um, As far as I've come, you know, I think networking has been the best help for me, whether it's assisting someone, just talk to everyone in the room, whether they are a production assistant, whether they're the camera person, no matter who they are, whether they're doing catering, talk to everybody, network, because you never know where life's journey is gonna take someone else or where other people want to be. Just because they're in that position on a particular project doesn't mean they don't have gifts and talents. And you never know who you can collaborate with on another project moving forward or who will remember you from a previous project or who can refer you. So it's just nice to be nice and continue to network. Um, I had to grow that myself because sometimes you don't want to be overbearing or you don't want to if you're assisting someone, you don't want to overexert yourself on a project or speak, but it's just, you know, having conversation and connecting with people, I think is okay. So I would definitely say to network and and know your limits, you know, don't take it too far, but definitely communicate with everyone on set, no matter what their title or position is in that moment. And do you have a favorite moment or memory of a shoot that you've styled or something that you've been able to be a part of that literally like lives on the top of your forehead? Like, wow, like this was a moment. I can't believe I'm doing this. A hundred percent. That moment is the Hello Beautiful cover with June Ambrose that you brought me in on. Um, I was lead and June, she's the June Ambrose. I think that has been the most nervous I've ever been. And she was just so welcoming. She was so, you know, positive. She was so helpful. Like just, I did not expect her to to be that person. You know, when you have these assumptions of who people are because they're in the industry or how far they've come, she was the total opposite of what I expected her to be. And just because you trusted me to come in on that project, the front cover, I have it posted in my glam room at home. Like that, yeah, I got it blown up. And that is so far the pinnacle of my career. Like one of those moments, like where do I go from here? You know, so I'm forever grateful for that moment. Oh, I love that. And when we did that shoot, I was like, I think I had, did I just have my baby? I had just had yes, a baby. Yes, and yes. I was on the shoot and I was at home on Zoom looking at everything, not even supposed to be working, but I was like, mm, I gotta log in and make sure everything is okay. Yes, and you, like you said, you weren't even there. So to trust me to do what I needed to do in that moment, no strings attached, I greatly appreciated that moment. On that shoot, I had worked with you before, so I knew you were more than capable of holding it down that day. So it was never even a second thought in my mind as soon as she was like, I mean, cause June is like a stylist. Yes. June is like, I'm a stylist. And she was like, you know, I want to pull my own clothes, but like, I need somebody with me. Like I need help. I need somebody to be able to give me direction. I was like, oh, Sade, duh. Like she could come and give you everything you need. Like what's up? And I've seen that since then you've worked with her. Yes. 
a lot during the year. Tell me about that. Her feedback on that particular shoot was amazing. She said, you know, you're good. Um, she gave me some pointers along the way. And then she said she wants me to help her and assist her on one of her projects. So I was more than willing to do so. And once I assisted her on that, she told me she'll reach out for other projects. And I was just grateful to be in the room. The fact that she trusted me to even be on another uh, project with her. It was just really, really amazing. And like I said, I'm, I'm forever grateful because when we initially met, I wasn't lead. I was assisting. So for you to see something in me in that moment, not even being the lead stylist, I really appreciated you taking a chance and trusting me to do something as big as this. And every time I see memes, more like a video, motivational video about women helping other women, you are one of those women who I think of and I'm forever grateful for. And we continuously need women like you to keep pushing us forward and giving us a chance because without you all making or paving the way for us, where, how can we get in these rooms? And I'm super proud of everything that you're doing and thank you for allowing us to have a seat at the table. Wasn't expecting to get emotional, but thank you, okay? <laughs> Listen, one thing I'ma always do is I'ma always look out for my people. I'ma always look out for my girls. And like you say, it doesn't matter on the photo shoot, like you can be the PA, but if you're talking to somebody and they know what you want to do and they know what you're capable of, all it takes is somebody giving you a chance, right? And you get that chance and you knock it out the park and you have opened up now a whole entire different world of chances or a whole entire different world of responsibilities. So thank you for, for this because I was not expecting this to go this way at all. Um, <laughs> and just last question how does it feel to just be a black woman in business a black woman with your own business a brand that you can call your own that you can do your own thing with like what does that feel like it feels amazing and i still you know battle with that because i don't even feel like i'm as far i have so much more to do this is still just the beginning for me and god every year that there's something bigger you know, I've done VMAs, I've done the Soul Train Awards. It just keeps getting bigger, it keeps getting better. You know, my connections keep expanding, but it's truly amazing. And I trust where I am. I don't try to compare myself. I work at my own pace. And you know, I just do with what God gives me and I just take it from there. I'm truly blessed. You know, I see people, they be like, I love what you're doing. And it's just like, me? Really? That your inspiration, I'm like, I didn't even get to where I want to be at. But, you know, just to see that people admire what I'm doing or they trust what I'm doing, I'm just I'm just happy about it. I'm proud to be a black woman and here we are, sky's the limit. There's nothing that we can't do. So while I'm working in education, while I'm working in fashion, while I'm exploring design, I want my hands in a little bit of everything and no one can tell me no. And what can we expect from you this year? What's next? What you got working on? Because I know you got some clothes or whatever. Yeah. You know, including the shirt that you have on that's from your brand. Yes. But like, what can we look forward to seeing from you this year? This year, I'm exploring design. I've always wanted to have my own line, but I never wanted to be a wholesaler. I didn't want to have what everyone else has, which is perfectly fine for those who do such. But I wanted something that's original, something that's authentic, and something that's brand identifiable. So as we see the shirt that I have on, it's, it's 
brand identifiable. Anytime someone sees the girls, they know that's me. The story behind it, all of the models or the girls that are on my shirt, these are all um, outfits that I actually wore personally or styled a client in. So these are my original styles. So it speaks to me. It's a piece. I love the feedback from it so far. Everyone who has purchased it, they say they get so many compliments and I love genuine, authentic feedback. In addition to that, people are telling me they want to see my name on bags. They want to see my name on shoes. So, you know, like I said, sky's the limit, but I'm so excited about what's to come. I wrote a book, I created a fashion card trivia game during quarantine. So I'm, I'm open to it all and I'm just excited about my future. But yeah, maybe a full line within the next year or two. I'm gonna make sure that um, I send you my sizes yes. <laughs> in the full line, okay? And where can people find out about what you have going on? You can find me at shademarshall.com where you can see a list of my clients, my portfolio, or you can follow me on Instagram at York. Shade, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. We need inspiring women like you as business owners and just in the world in general. Thank you to everyone who tuned in and be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, all the things. And while you're at it, make sure you send us your favorite Black women business owners. You never know, we might be able to talk to them on the next episode. My name is Jordan Benston, and this is Minding My Black Woman-Owned Business.